Five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to Flowing with Famous, your all Fresno podcast, where we bring you Fresno's best pop culture, music, entertainment, whatever. We break it all down for you. I am Joshua Teehee, and here with me, as always, Mike C. of the Dorktown Network of Podcasts. Hey, Mike. I'm here. I'm here, Josh. I'm ready to be. I'm ready to may it up. Fresno and May, May and Fresno. May, yep. Could yeah. be super hey, hot. Uh, could be not hot. Could be. There might. We don't maybe know. It, maybe it could rain. Maybe not rain. Anything could happen in May. Anything can happen in May. That's the beauty of May. It's my birth month, you know. Oh, happy birthday yeah, yeah. to Joshua. Thank you. Tee-hee. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're here. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Um, do Do you want to uh, kick it off with a little recap of Porch Fest for people? Oh, sure. We can we can start. Maybe uh, didn't get out there. I feel like you you probably have a better uh, sense of. Uh, how it was than I did just because it it seems like you got out a little more than I did. I was, I was in a, you know, playing. And so it was, you're in that that core, that core area on, uh, with Sean off of with Sean. Right. Just off of with Sean. Yeah. Yeah. All the stuff. It was great. Yeah. It's it's just in general, it's a great day, great day for Fresno and, uh, the, for the, I don't know. I want to say creative community, but that's not exactly right. Just the music community and, and, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's the larger, the larger creative community, the larger arts community. I yeah. think, you know, cause we all travel in the same circles. Um, and so, you know, I think it was a good day for, for anyone who's into sort of, Music certainly, but community definitely, right? Mm-hmm. Like being out with your neighbors and 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 uh, getting a sense of what your um, what your community looks like. Because I think there's a lot of people, you know, you were saying this, uh, walking around, and you suddenly discover there's a whole section of a piece of a neighborhood that you had no idea even existed until you got to walk through and kind of see it in a different light. So I think that was really cool. Yeah, it was just um you just it's it's uh it's a trip to be walk somewhere you've gone by a hundred times and then be like and then that's been there since you're bef- well before you were born and you're still like, Oh whoa, what is that? I never seen that before and like just uh, I think um it also helps to be walking as right, right, right things that yeah. you never noticed before. But just like I mean th- that the whole neighborhood, like I don't know what it was, but like I remember when you're a kid, and I don't really think this was like my parents' thing. I felt like this was like everybody kind of thing. Where like, like or maybe it was just something I put in my head. Where you're just like, oh, this neighborhood's like, oh, when it's in thirty years, it's gonna be a crap hole. It's just all oh, like, uh-huh. yeah. There was like this sense of like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. moves yeah. out. And everything left behind is just only going to get worse. And that's just how the city, uh, how living in a city is. You just, yeah, that's the general progression of the world is that, yeah, yeah. Move out. Neighborhoods, 
or yeah, people and and new people who move in are obviously not as good as the people no, who are already no. there, right? Like, and I'm not even talking about from any like, you know, obviously there's there's weird racial components <clears throat> to yeah. all of this if you were to follow it back, but just in the general sense of like uh, the things that you know are good and the things that are different are, uh, yeah, you know, and yeah. it was just just like uh, noticing how that. The Fresno High neighborhood and the Tower District neighborhood, it's if it's anything, it's better than it was thirty years ago. Not in, not in a sense of like uh, um, where you know different people have come in and taken over that gentrification. Yeah, gentrification. Not it's not gentrified. It's just I think it's actually nicer area, Fresno High, Tower mm-hmm. District. It's actually nicer than it was 30 years ago, if it's anything. And that's sort of bucks against that whole, like, oh, you got to move right. further out. Well, it, and- what's awesome about the tower, and I, I think one of the things that makes this event work and the reason that you're not going to see this anywhere else is, like, it's the really the only plate like, section of town that has the, le- the like, level of community engagement that it does where the people who live in that in the community are proud to live in the community and want to see it thrive and want to see it get better and um, really take part in in what's going on and so it's it's which is what makes this thing the porch fest so awesome is that nobody's nobody nobody put this on right like i guess there's organizers right but it's not like um it's you know three or four people who you know did the bulk of the work it was three or four people who said hey here is a platform for you to kind of put the word out there but if you want to have a porch cool do it and so anyone who wanted to play could all they had to do was find a porch anyone who had a porch could do it all they had to do is figure out who they wanted to have on the porch so there's really like a sense like a true sense of community because everyone who's a a part of it um is is has a a a connection because they're actually doing you know it's not like a concert where i drive up and and i go hang out at woodward park for a a day or whatever i don't care about woodward park and you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't you know care but i mean this was like you're going to people's houses um and you're seeing each stage was curated you know in a thoughtful way even if it was just like hey here's all of our friends we're gonna get together right and you know just play music and sing karaoke or do a drum circle or whatever it is so Mm -hmm. um, a massive amount of different stages and different curated lineups was amazing and i think the the drawback the cool part and the drawback is um there's just too many you just can't you can't can't do it all no and so there was a lot of stuff that i would have liked to have seen and i didn't get to just because i i needed to be at this other place or i wanted to be at this other place and so um yeah that's it was my pretty only spread out because it's too it, big there's too many people, yeah. you know i know it's pretty crazy how how big it is when you look at when you look at that map that they have and mm-hmm. how you know how it, it is like the whole tower district 
you know, it's not just Olive and Bouchon area. Right. I mean, right. There were porches all the way up to Shields almost, and there were mm-hmm. porches all the way down the uh, other side of Belmont. Um, almost to Blackstone. That I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And to, and, uh, and out to Fruit. Paul, was it out to yeah almost out, out to, to fruit. fruit so almost yeah um and obviously you know the 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 kind of main section that people like associate with tower uh i think was where the bulk of things were ha- yeah. was happening yeah. and definitely like that little section like of wishon like you were saying Wishon. seemed really really um you know like happening a lot of people coming through um and uh, i don't know i just it was uh, it was really great like seeing you know, I think house shows and things like that are really uh, awesome anyway. And so uh, to see it all done like that and, um, yeah, I don't know. And I and I, I did happen to catch, uh, you know, some bands I hadn't seen before. And, um, yeah, it was, I thoroughly impressed. So. We were a cool city. Not idea. that we are in a cool city every day, but... Uh, we're definitely a pretty cool city um, yeah. on uh, Porch Fest. It's so interesting, and I'm, I I would love – I did just a little bit of digging, but I, I would love to do more because I would love to see how other uh, cities do Porch Fest because I think that a lot of them um, – do a little more curation so they're like these are the porches oh, that that we have yeah. um and you know and, and there's like a a committee or someone who's deciding who gets to play where and it's more of like a music festival a, uh, like right right that would be um and so i think that's how a lot of a lot of places do it so i just wonder like how like you know, I feel like we have to be one of the bigger porch fests. I can't, you know, in, just in terms of the number of people who are playing and the way that it's yeah. being done. Um, I can't imagine, but, like, you know. uh, yeah, that, I don't know, maybe, I I can't really say uniqueness because I don't know, but uh, that tower district where you have a whole neighborhood where nobody's, I mean, I am, I'm sure if you talk to a porch fest, organizer they probably have somebody that's complaining about something or some incident sure. between a neighbors sure. but for the most part i mean i i i've not heard seen or any uh any kind of uh complaints or anything like that and i i was just i was also sort of clocking how everyone was treating the neighbors uh uh-huh. yards yeah. and everything and everyone's pretty respectful and not pretty much staying on the you know the the area that's the porch is happening at and not really bugging the neighbors area and i think that it's just you can if you're in the tower district you have some sort of uh you can handle shit a little better than uh, if if it was in a right well i think also that naval um or you you you're more tolerant I guess. Well, right. And I think, you know, again, it's one of those things where the neighbors are also more connected to their neighborhood, which means that, like, if you're doing something, you're going to go to your neighbor and be like, hey, we're going to have some music here for a while. Mm. Is that cool? Um, and then, you know, a lot of places are used to it. Like, I remember, so the the porch that we played at uh, was, I actually lived in that, uh, <laughs> like, it's a, uh, a duplex, I think. Uh, and I lived there for, in 2002 or three or whatever. Uh, and I remember 
they back when they had the I don't know what they called it. There was a Father's Day one and maybe like a blues one, and it was in the park there uh, by St. Teresa Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used to have a, a concert. Yeah, they uh, used to have things in that. I think it was area, the Father's St. Day St. Blues Fest was one of them, but then they also had a like Jamaica Your Weekend. Yeah, maybe Jamaica Your Weekend. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and when that happened, it, it was loud, and you know, like you couldn't, you couldn't get away from it, really, you know, because yeah. like where we were, it, it was right there by St. Tree, like in, and so uh, it was like the bands were playing right outside our we- our window, you know, and I think a lot of people that would be uh, unfortunate for them, and they would be real mad about it, but you know, we lived in a, this is this it was just part of what happened on a random Sunday afternoon or whatever, so it was really cool, you know. So I think people are more into, and like you said, like, I don't know, tolerance the right word, but accepting of the fact that like, there's going to be some, some community stuff that's happening mm-hmm. and you just gotta, you gotta be just into kind it, of so. a, enjoy it for the day. Just the same way. Yeah. Um, like we just had the, the, the marathon, the, oh. the, the cross yeah. city marathon where we, let me tell you. But, so uh, normally, a lot of a lot of streets get care. blocked off for that. Yeah. Oh, did it uh, piss you off? Like, get well, damn so look, running. No. So I live <laughs> on Fulton, uh, right? And so the way that the the race runs, it runs like up Venice and down H Street, I think. Right. So essentially, it runs a, around with Fulton in the middle, and mm-hmm. it runs around. Right. Oh, so you're Fulton, you're encircled. But yes, so Fulton was blocked off the whole way. Now, look, normally doesn't matter. Sunday or a Saturday uh, morning, they're usually done by noon. It's not a big deal. But on Saturdays, I typically get up and I go out and I, I um, do some things. I help some some friends make some videos for uh, a martial arts thing that we do okay. early, like Saturday morning. So I get up at like, you know, whatever time I'm out at like eight o'clock. I can't get i can't get out so yeah. i had to have a police officer open one of the things oh. for me. and then when i came back it was like maybe 9 30 10 o'clock um couldn't find i had to park around the block <laughs> like i had to park <laughs> on just off of 8th street around the block because i couldn't find i couldn't get back to where i needed to be um it was slightly annoying. I damn, didn't really care because damn whatever, Fresno but, and all of its yeah, events. Yeah. yeah. And but I, what's crazy is I don't think I saw one person running. <laughs> you're I, just I like, like, is I this still going on? Running. Like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you're like, uh, I would have uh, at least could have been nice to at least seeing part of the race. Yeah. 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 I wonder, uh, I think, they did. I, it I did, remember. It seemed low key this year. I like. It was just like. Yeah. I didn't I hear about it. Was it that? Really it was. It that was the California Classic weekend. Yeah. 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 So uh, I remember the uh, like a couple years ago they had. I think it was like the return of the Two Cities Marathon out there in Clovis or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, had to go cover it for work. And uh, I get there and I, I got there early because you know I had I was going to be there right when it when it started and uh, parked whatever walked over there. Getting out of there was like holy <laughs> like it was in it took me probably like 
I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour or something just to like get out of it so I can yeah. even start back toward. And, you know, stupidly, I thought oh, I could get around it. And nope, nope. <laughs> and I ended up I don't even know how far I ended up going out of the way to get back to. So it happens. But that's what you get for living in a, a city. It's yeah. cool. Deal with it. So you get. And there was, I mean, going back to Porch Fest, there was a lot going on uh, that uh, and uh, in town in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like there was a thing at River Park with the, um, with the, yeah, yeah, food? the food, uh, food delicious, foodie delicious or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and there was the, a yeah. thing at the rodeo grounds. The rodeo. Uh, oh, is <laughs> it the rodeo? The, rodeo? <laughs> the actual rodeo? <laughs> the rodeo I don't grounds, know. They had that thing. That they was had that thing the with rodeo. the cows and the the bulls and the horses. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, rodeo? I mean, they did. Yeah, I I actually ended up. Uh, and there was, there was a show a, at a, Fulton Fifty Five happening at uh, Tower Theater. There was a concert at Fulton Fifty Five. There was uh, Strange yeah, Vine was it, playing at a uh, uh, Gold uh, Scenes. Yeah, for that was the Porch Fest. Uh, after party ah. uh thing yeah no there was it was there was a ton of stuff um which i mean that's what we want you know like it's so funny because it seems we're still in a in a place where that seems weird mm-hmm. you know where it seems weird that there would be like eight or you know however many events that a bunch of people <laughs> would want to go to yep. and anytime that happens we're like oh my god like, it's such a crazy packed weekend or we whatever but it's uh, like, yeah we used you know, to like I mean, I know That's I've mentioned we've be. mentioned this before, but like we used to worry about that at, at Fuse Fest. Like, what's happening that weekend? Yes. Oh, we can't do it. Like, there's a Fresno right. State game. We can't yes. do I it mean, at the really same time. There's a Fresno no. State game. Are we nuts? There was that was a, that was the thinking at the time. Like, oh, you can't compete against uh, the Fresno Fair, and you can't compete against uh, Save Mart Center, and you can't compete against uh, Fresno State football, yeah. and so. That's just, you know, that's what it was. So, you know, which is insane that now, uh, you know, those things happen and it's like, who? it's no big deal. You know, yeah. it's no big deal. And, you know, the last weekend, we, yeah, last week, the weekend before uh, Porch Fest, um, it was the same sort of thing. Like they had the, uh, there was the uh, Tech Nine E40 concert, mm-hmm. and then the very next day there was a, another huge uh, concert at uh, at the Chichanti Park. Yeah, uh, and there were like a, you know, so Fresno Fresno is happening. Which seems like I mean, I mean you would know best, but now uh, concerts can just happen at the Chichanti now. Well, because we went through this whole big period of like, no, you can't do stuff. You can't have con- like the state. Yeah. We had that. The city had the, its own stage, and then that stage kind of fell apart. And then yeah, I and then think we're like, oh, out. we did. We don't need do shows at Trick Chancy anymore. Yeah. But now I like, think they figured do. out how to how to how to do it and and make it work. Um, or at least whoever you know, whatever the whatever um, promoter is is you know working with them, they figured out something that works for for them. And I think they just build a stage way off, way off in the outfield where it doesn't affect yeah. anything. Um, and then uh, yeah, I think that's what they do. But um, yeah, they figured it out. So which is cool. I mean, and they they you know that like I said, there was the 
I can't even remember who was playing. It was a bunch of like these regional Mexican acts that were coming through huge, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, in international st- scale. Cause that like right now, uh, that Mexican music is, is huge, like on the global mm-hmm. scale. And there was this guy playing and he's like, it was his first U S tour. And, uh, he was he, like, you know, bigger than big bunny on the charts right now. And yeah, with a bunch of songs. So anyway, um, and uh so yeah there were i don't know how many how many thousands of people there but definitely it was you know huge i saw a bunch of pictures and it didn't even look like you know chichancy park <laughs> there were so many yeah. people there it was crazy so yeah. well, it's too much to do here man i'm gonna move to like a yeah. small town where there's nothing yeah, going on, man. Move, move to Kingsburg. This move is this town. this Fresno City life is too high paced. Yeah, you could move to Visalia even. <laughs> then you well, get all the yeah. good. Yeah, Visalia. Uh, Visalia is like Fresno thirty years ago, kind of. I've always said, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I Madeira. I'm just gonna move to Madeira. You you're gonna go live in Madeira? Yeah. If you lived in Madeira, I would give you so much shit. <laughs> you so much shit. You only let, the only way I could give you more is if you moved to uh to uh Clovis West. Or, oh, the, or Clovis. no. But, yeah, I can't. But otherwise, I've uh, I've dug my uh I I am definitely painted into a corner of like I can never there's one place yeah. on earth I can't live. It's cold. You would you would go to buy a house and the real estate person <laughs> would like look you up and be like, "Hmm." Sorry, What's sir. Your name? Uh, What's your we name cannot again? do business. We cannot do business with you here. My, my in, name? Uh, in I'm Mike Azagata. Oh, okay. You're cool. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I uh, was talking with Mike uh, a, a while ago, and uh, he was talking. It, we, somehow it got up that he lives in Clovis, you know, whatever. Cause he's always down. He's always in Fresno and doing all sorts of stuff in Fresno and, and, uh, and you know, whatever. I think he gets a lot of crap sometimes from people when he does events in other places that aren't Fresno, like whatever. Yeah. But he was saying, uh, because he used to live in Sunnyside, I think something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and he had to move and the story of like why he had to move is just <laughs> really like, okay, I, I get it. Like, and, and you know, whatever, if I'm not going to share it cause I don't know, it's like, uh, it, but anyway, uh, yeah, you know, Clovis, way of life, <laughs> all that. It's, 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 I wouldn't, it's, it's funny. I, um, being in the tower for porch fest, seeing the, the place where I used to, to live and like sort of thinking if, if it hadn't been for the fact that I wanted to move downtown, like, so the vagabond lofts were opening down here yeah, and, uh, I might still live in that that place like yeah. i might still live in that same uh apartment because I, I you know i really liked it and i don't you know whatever um but uh and i mean wanted to be not, a but, part of the downtown living revolution but it's so right so it's so interesting though um because uh you know i really like downtown and and uh but the tower district there's definitely a different there's a, a whole other vibe a whole other vibe uh, community wise there so mm-hmm. There's a lots of big trees. 
there are lots of big trees. We don't. We do have that somewhat. You just have to find it downtown. It's a. Yeah. It's a, a interesting kind of thing. But all right. So interesting we did that. houses. Let's man. jump into. I was just noticing yeah. too, like you, a filmmaker, if they wanted to depict some LA neighborhood or any they like, just go to Tower District. Then go to Tower I mean, District. Tower District. That's uh yeah they do have a bunch of those like uh bungalows and things, mm-hmm. um yeah it definitely has. Do you got to find them because uh like you were saying some of them are kind of hidden mm-hmm. and you can't you know you kind of have to search them out. But yeah definitely definitely I agree. It I was think, yeah. a good day for Fresno. Good job everyone at Porch Fest. Good job everyone go. at Porch Fest. Go, yeah, everyone guys. played all good of job. the organizers. All the, yeah, everyone I'm that really... attended was was cool. Everyone, yeah. I saw zero I'm... zero incidents of any of any kind. Yeah, that I saw. Uh, I Positive am really vibes, man. It it will be interesting to see how things play out. For next year, you know, yeah. because it just keeps getting bigger and right. bigger. Right, it does um, start becoming a beast at some point, but like right. And so I wonder, you know, for the organizers, I don't think it's really all that much more work, because, you know, essentially they're just like their hands off. You know, mm-hmm. it's up to the, the porch people to do. So they could have, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. At some point, it probably becomes too unwieldy for them to to operate, but. Um, but it's really on the individual porches to kind of, you know, yeah. put it out there. And, and and then it's also up to them to put the best lineups together so that mm-hmm. they make sure they get people, at, you know, so if your porch didn't have people there, well, you know, you need to yeah, work that? a little hard, you know, but anyway, I'm just interested because, you know, it also seems like as these things become more popular than, than, then there's always this idea, and I know the or, the Porch Fest organizers don't see it this way, but this there's always an idea of like, well, what? How can we? How can we monetize this? How can we? How yeah. you know? And maybe not even from the people actually the Porch Fest Tower Porch Fest organizers yeah. or anyone around, but others who are just like, hey, this is a huge event. We need to oh, get yeah, in on this somehow, get right? Some of this action. So, that's I bet that's you. a good uh, point. Is like that's I gotta keep gotta keep that out before. Uh, I bet you there's gonna. I bet you we'll see some sort of porch something. You know whatever that's like unaffiliated to Tower Porch Fest, but is a very similar thing happening at some point um, <laughs> during the year. Yeah, coming up. Oh. You, that's this, my, you're just that's off the top of your head right now, or you've guess. heard something that's my guess. under is that there will be some sort of something that's very similar that has a similar what? vibe. That's so you're know. speaking like you've heard something. No, 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 not at all. This oh, is okay. just just from seeing stuff happen and knowing, you know, you remember we did we did Fuse Fest and then and then it's like everyone like man, you guys should do that every week, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. And, like, obviously that's uh, unattainable. But I just think that, like, the more, you know, it's the same thing with, like, Art Hop. So Art Hop became popular, and then for a little bit, remember, there was all those, like, weird events that yeah. just put Hop There was the like, oh, thing. well, there's North, you know. North Fresno Art Hop now, and then there's also um, Blah 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 Hop, and then... Right, and so... 
and I think it's just that idea of like, oh, here's like people are uh, about this idea. We need to really like get like do it and keep doing it and keep, you know, instead of just being OK with like, hey, it's once a year. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, yeah, well, we'll see. yeah, somebody better not do that whole do it in a way of like wink, wink. This is a porch fest, but for the, the, the river park porch fest and. And the Who, River where, Park where, the Porch where, Fest at where? Garden oh, Village. Oh, you mean like uh, in actual River Park? Yeah. <laughs> like the shopping center? Yeah. yeah. Like it's the, the it's the, yeah, it's the, the I will Seas say, Candy Porch. Uh, and, and I didn't go out, I didn't go uh, to the thing, but we, we hinted that the Foodielicious event was happening at, uh, at uh, River Park. I think there's going to be a monthly event that they're going to do or whatever. But um, it seems really kind of fun and cool and that they're you know like the uh, barrel house has g- had a beer garden out there and i think they yeah. were gonna have bands and djs I mean, playing yeah, and it is like you know river park has now become part of fresno and a, like it's accepted now as like okay this where i you know when we were what 20 years ago we we're like Fuck river park and i'm not going out there and and uh it's just this big piece of shit freaking uh whatever suburb shopping center area it's not fresno and now it's just sort of accepted as just like that's just part of fresno and events happen out there yeah. and, and well because i think they've been they've been very smart in uh like the 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 types of um like uh, the types of uh, kind of like uh businesses they have there and then also like in tying tying with events like an understanding the sort of events that would work well in a in a shopping center like that so i don't know i think they do a good job and like again you know uh, it's it's a ways for me to to get out there Mm -hmm. um so it's not something that i generally am going to to you know if I got to get on the freeway and drive, it's like mm, I, I'm not I'm not sure about it. Um, but uh, it's still cool. I think it's cool. It's happening. And again, I think, you know, if at some point River Park gets itself a you know viable music venue, yeah, all, all, yeah. Uh, yeah, all you've been off. saying that for all a long off. time. Like it needs yeah. a. Uh, a house of blues style venue. Something, yeah. I think it would do really well there. I mean, I really think it would do very well. Um, but, and you could, you know, keep it booked pretty, pretty regularly, but all right. What else is well, happening in, in, uh, Fresno? Um, well, we got some theaters and other things to discuss, but oh, since oh, we're, uh, we're, uh, talking about music, we saw at porch fest. Uh, it's time mm-hmm. for band. Of the episode, mm-hmm. band of the episode, band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, saw so this ver- is... a version of this. Music. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the uh, sort of. I don't know. I assume there's a band playing. Man, it's a solo, but uh, it's Iwanichi, who is. It's this is uh, our. Some people will remember if you're old like us. Um, RC from the band El Oleo Wolof. Who yes. used to come through Fresno a lot? Is from Merced, his, but his, he's you know he's from Merced. Yeah, plays yeah, in Fresno and, as much as he down. would in Merced. Uh, sure. And 
and was kind of uh, really a, a like that band was pretty pretty instrumental a pretty big part of sort of the the Fresno scene around you know the early 2000s ish um and so this is the new group uh the song we're gonna play is just uh him or or Iwanichi, but uh he played at porch fest with uh i think it was called the talking ghost is that what they're called yeah i want to see the talking ghost uh and they actually do have an album in the works uh and it's being recorded uh by matt orham who actually did a bunch of the gray tank stuff back in the day for ah, people who remember that uh yeah. you remember gray tank uh studios and then uh, was, um, you know the compilation they did and some of the other stuff that compilation's so, yeah. kind of famous yeah so uh there it is let's play that track now the mountaintop is in the sun it's getting cold i have to go this is where i begin the fog and frost has begun I fear the frost will turn to snow I'm tired though my family's young First turtle is the giant oak The endless icy stream below No time to stop and sleep tonight The night is long and full of howls No cover in the meadow And I keep an eye out for the owl Whose silent soaring spanning sight We must run fast, we must run light The dampened soil leaves our tracks there's no choice, we can't turn back I'm tired now and they need rest I feel the foxes on our trail This granite pass is dark and steep I know a cave where we can sleep There may be scraps that we can eat The bear will keep us warm tonight The fox won't dare to follow us Once she picks up on a smell We slept too long, the day is here You're eating flowers one by one I whistle at my oldest boy We have to run, the day's begun My seventh year is coming fast I'm growing old, I may not last Take your brothers and keep them safe From the cold, leave this place I tried to follow fast behind the sun was gone before I knew The whistles from beyond the rocks Had diminished to a faithful few I followed fast with foggy breath Each step in time within my chest Distant is the land below My step and chest begin to slow Thunder comes but not from sky Nearly crushed by a hoof of dough Swiftly kicks me to the side I fall into a fox's hole Where eye to eye, I'm breathing slow I back away, I'm staying low Returning to the path Their tracks are covered in the fallen snow With the dawn's exploding sun Whose warmth will feed me one last fight I'm faster than I was before I'm not there, so I'm not done I must run into the light My boys can't be alone tonight The fear is real and that I'm sure I have to move, I have to run I ran until I could no more The night is here, my heart is slow Soon we'll stop and I'll be gone 
pronouncing that right. I think it, I that's, think it is. That's but, the way I feel uh, it Check is. it out. Really good. Uh, I think they're really trying to to get through the area a little more, um, you know, and also try to get some Fresno bands up there. RC is uh, uh, helps do some booking up there. And, you know, the oh. scenes are kind of they're close enough that they we, we you got to kind of pull, you know. Yeah. So the um, well, you got the. Tagascoya with their uh, tap rooms open in, in Merced now. It's officially yeah, yeah. open. And it, and... Uh, I have not been, but it looks uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, seems like everything. It's in Merced's little cool uh, downtown yeah. area there. So, yeah. Um, I, we I want wanted, all our so valley towns is, to have healthy downtown. And if you're interested, if you're interested, because uh, I, I was talking uh, with some people, uh, $10 train ride. Oh, you just okay. get on the train. It it dumps you wherever. I don't know where the train um, is, but ten dollar train ride. You get off. You can go to, do hang out for the day, whatever. Get back on. Boom, ten dollars. Trying to think where Merced's yeah, track comes. To, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. Uh, and so I'm. Uh, I I really I think that would be an awesome. Like maybe you know Saturday. I don't know. Whatever. You'd have to figure it out. But it could be a lot of fun. Hang out there. There's also like an arcade uh, place that's really cool, apparently, uh, and a few other uh, a few other places worth checking out. So you know, depending if there was a show or something there, you could definitely take take the you know take the train. But well, I think that place is still there that they used to have all the shows all the time. Yeah, the partisan. Yeah, the partisan. That's, that's still there. Yeah. I'm I'm looking up. Sorry. Um, what the? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm trying to look at where the Merced train station is. Um, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's actually close enough that you could walk over. You could walk it. There you go. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like right there, but you could, uh, it's a few blocks away from where the Tioga is, the Amtrak station. So you could, you could get on a Fresno Amtrak and walk over to the Tioga. Tioga. There you go. Merced. I could walk from my my house to Fresno Amtrak to I could do make a whole day of it. Never have to get in a car. Yeah, that sounds like great. Maybe I'll do that. And uh, if I do, I'll yeah. report back. Yeah, let's hear about it. Um, yeah. So we've got two the uh, two different theater old theater news. One positive, the one industry. negative. Let's start okay. with uh let's start with the negative one first, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> you love the negative. <laughs> I like I to like. get the negative like, in there. Let's get the negative out of the way. Um so uh, our so, Liberty yeah. Theater slash Hardy's Theater. Hardy's Theater, yeah. What's happening there? Uh it is who so what was this? Last year sometime, I think. There um the we found out that it had been bought by a church this uh, huge international church and that they uh, were doing a bunch of renovations and those renovations may or may not have been happening with um, consideration for the historic uh, nature of the theater. Right. So, um, and there was a whole thing you can look it up about whether or not the church had gone through somebody somewhere, maybe dropped the ball or maybe didn't drop the ball, whatever. But so they had done a bunch of work and kind of gutted some things and whatever. And so it was a big deal. 
Um, and then, you know, everything just kind of went quiet on it. Um, and, you know, I think people just, you know, you can't follow everything all the time. But uh, and then. Oh, maybe uh, middle of last month, uh, Fresno B had a story talking with the the guy who owns the pawn shop next door who essentially was saying the theater is in real bad shape and whatever work that they had been doing stopped and all the contractors just left because they weren't getting paid mm -hmm. and there was a giant i guess there was maybe a whole you know that the, there was a leak in the roof and pieces of the roof had fallen through and you know all this stuff well come to find out um and i think there was a story a couple days ago uh in the b that that is in fact true um so I'm, I'm i'll read something here this is from this is in the for the love of downtown uh facebook group i don't know if you look at that yeah i do uh, facebook group um uh, so this is from this is in that facebook group and it's from dan waterhouse who mm -hmm. um you know he posts a lot seems to have like seems to keep track of these wasn't things. dan um, was i get some of my names confused was dan like a supervisor or was he at the b or where's dan why do i know dan's oh, name i don't from? know i i mean i i i cannot say i with like yeah he has been around for a long time and he's some he's a person that people know yeah um and i'm i'm not exactly sure why but um so uh, he says, regarding Hardee's, the city did an inspection yesterday, so this would have been uh, late uh, April, and confirmed it's a mess. Code enforcement discovered the roof fell in along the ceiling near the stage. The rest of the ceiling, along with the walls, is water-soaked and moldy. The inspectors found several safety violations, including the possibility the church was holding assemblies inside during construction. They also discovered that homeless had been living inside the building the quote from the B, uh, today's B sums it up. Arias, this is Miguel Arias. Arias said he was told the church has already spent $4 million on the theater, money that has now gone to waste, and that it will take another $4 million and one and a half to two more years to finish the project. Oof. That's if the, that's like if the church, because I think there was some question uh, about, you know, holding the church accountable because i think the church just just split you know mm -hmm. um and so uh yeah so it, it is a uh it's a mess over there and it's really too bad because that definitely when we're talking about historic buildings um you know that's one of the ones that i think people think need to keep safe so yeah, I um, that's that's very tough because you don't know, you, you know, this church owns it and they're not gonna, like you said, they've just dumped four million dollars into it for nothing. They're not gonna do that again. And then, what? Even if the city had it, what would the city be able to do with that? If, if it really does need four million dollars well, right, worth right, of work because, to be done right, right the city would have to take it they would have to pay whatever it's worth and then they would have to you know yeah and it's like and the city i mean can't isn't 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 in the game of uh you know that this that's not what 
I don't know. It, it some would argue that it is exactly what they should be doing from a a, a historical preservation standpoint, mm-hmm. but you know, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's a, sad because in a budgetless I world, think, they should be for sure. I mean, sure. I would definitely agree with the sentiment that this is a historical theater that City of Fresno could should could slash should. Um, fix and keep running but then there's the reality of money so i yeah yeah, i don't know what to i wouldn't i don't know what to do with that yeah well and it's you know it's also one of those things where it the the sad part is and again you know it's like you want to hold someone accountable but whatever Mm um there's going to be a bunch of people that said like Hey, I told you so, you know, like this, this church took it over and they wanted to destroy it. And then they wrote, put whoever put up blocks to it. And so they just decided to, you know, just we're done with it. Like whatever. That's Um, And who knows if like, if that decision would like why that decision was made. I mean, maybe they just put a bunch of money in it and then we're like, Ooh, nope, it's too much. You know, Mm -hmm. who, who knows? And you know, yeah, that Maybe makes it. Yeah, that makes it even worse. Is like, say, but yeah, they just tore so much out. It's not just the simple fact that the roof caved in. Uh, it's that that also the church just tore a bunch of original shit out of there, and then and now the roof caved in. It's like fuck. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, so apparently there's a, a new contractor in there looking to pre- prepare new estimates and things. So who knows? Sounds like maybe the city is going to try to, um, that maybe the church is going to try to to hold, uh, the city's going to hold the church accountable. I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's just it's. I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> churches does chain church at millionaires do but it's like why would they i still don't understand why you don't just build your own church somewhere where you can instead of like taking on that yeah yeah well i think yeah i don't know i think this was i think and you know we'll talk uh in a second about tower theater but i i think it's the same sort of thing as the tower like it's a it's not crime but like a crime it's opportunity um, mm-hmm. you know, because they see these buildings that they can get into, uh, relatively cheaply from a, a lease rent standpoint. Um, and then once they're in there, then it just, well, okay, it makes sense. We're here. We might, you know, so. Yeah. I wonder I like, think. um, at the Wilson cornerstone, like what, what are they getting out of being at the Wilson instead of just like where say the people's churches where the people's church just built well, their whole I mean, complex. So I think part of it is um, for the Wilson, certainly from what I've seen being down here, like I think part of it is the community. Like they are ser- they are serving the, the community that they're in. I think so that's part of it. One of them is they get location, right? Like that it is a good location for a lot of, uh, of people who live in the area and, and or close. Um, 
so I think that's one of the things. And I think probably at the time, and I don't know, I have to go back. But again, I think it was probably made financial sense at the time, right? You can buy mm-hmm. an entire building for however much. And, and it's got and, the theater already have there. more space than you would ever need to 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 put things together, you know. Um, because they, <clears throat> uh, I believe the church owns a huge uh, chunk of uh, that, of land down, you know, they, I think they own that whole next yeah, or that part corner. of the next plot and there's a bunch of stuff. So I think they just, you know, it made sense for them to, it's like any other business. I think, you know, you, you find yeah. uh, I, real estate with good location that you can get for, for cheap. So it's curious how the, cause there wasn't much else happening down there, right. you know, um, it's curious the how the Crest theater is sort of <laughs> like somehow has escaped any kind of drama like good or bad, it's just like Crest Theater is just kind of sitting in there going, "Hi." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nobody wants to do owned, anything. I think either it's way. like part. I think partly that's just because it's a, it's a family owned thing, and it's mm-hmm. a you know the family owns it, and I think they get the money you know because it's that whole building. I think they have income coming in from um, the restaurant there and some of the other like uh, tenants that they have inside the building. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why. And it'd probably just, you know, whatever. And so, but that's another one, like really, if you're thinking about it, like that would be another one to really, you know, and I know they've tried in the past, um, but that would be another one to really get behind um, and, and really try to revive because um, a, again, because of its location um, and you see, you can see, I think, Sacramento maybe has a Crest Theater mm-hmm. that they spent a, a bunch of money. I think the city helped them, but they spent a bunch of money renovating it, and it looks amazing with all the neon and everything. So, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, our Warners. Um, they're, they got yeah, stuff Warners coming up, right? back up and seem to be doing a lot. They seem to be doing a lot. They have uh, Warners is back up. Frank's Place is up and has stuff. Looks like they have, like, ban- you know, uh, events and stuff happening all the time. Um same with the Warner's Theater. So, yeah. Just keep, I think they just keep plugging along. I think they're really, um, I think they're really going to start to build soon. Um, so, the thing with them, and th- this is the same with, uh, I feel like the, the Sororian Theater and the Fresno Convention Center a little bit, like a bunch of cool stuff happening. I don't know about any of it because, I don't hear, a, you know, like there was a show last week, a couple of weeks ago that I only found it was at the uh, Warners. Mm-hmm. It was this these um, reggaeton guys. Uh, the only way I knew about it is because I happened to walk by the marquee because I'm down there and it <laughs> says blah, blah, blah. Ah, the tomorrow. marquee worked yeah. on someone. Um, like, and, oh, but, and so that's the, on- the only way. Um, and I mean, that's cool, but it's like it would be nice to have, you know, and I do, I should say their website is, I haven't looked at it in a, in a short while, but last time I looked at it, the website actually is pretty good. Um, so maybe it's just me. Like I need to put, (laughs) put it on my radar a little more. Um, and I had maybe just forgotten to the Warner's newsletter, Josh, is there a newsletter? Is there a Warner's theater newsletter you can subscribe to? Oh, I don't know. There might be. Yeah. I'll, I'll look that up. Uh, so now the Tower Theater, we got uh, officially positive news. All the uh, all the drama, 
is now over, and now we're entering the uh, events at the Tower hope Theater all mode. The dramas over. Well, <laughs> it'll never be over, but uh, now we're we're entering the Tower Theater is open for events, uh, yeah. music events, and whatever events stage of the fight. Yeah. So last month, uh, it was so they had been city bought it, obviously, um, and they had. I don't know, whatever the process that they had to look for a new management. So the old owner, the previous owner had been managing it um, while in the interim. And but the city was had always said that they were going to be looking for new management. And they put out. I don't know if it was a call for a request, a call for qualification. I, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, but they, they, you know, essentially put out a call and like say, to, you know, interested parties and said, Hey, if you're interested, you know, send us your resume, send us your plan, blah, blah, blah. Um, they got eight plans back. They narrowed that down to three and then they decided on, um, one, which is a new sort of company that is made up of, um, numbskull shows and along with good medicine which it does some promotion they do a lot of promotion and uh, stuff over on the central coast in san luis i believe and then this guy nick kennedy who um does the fresno monthly meetups and was i think he was the general manager at cup of joe when cup of joe was yeah. happening yeah, yeah. um over there and uh so they uh, had a contract agreement before the city council at the end of uh, or mid-April, and it uh, passed. And so in June, they will be taking over. So, uh, you know, I think in one way, I think it's a very, a very positive. Uh, it's all positive, first of all. You yeah. Know. Um, but – um, there are some things that we can kind of assume are going to go, uh, well and smoothly. And then some other things that I think members of the community have some questions, more questions about. So, you know, I think between numbskull and good medicine, bringing in touring acts and music and stuff, isn't going to be a problem. You know, um, numbskull has proven that they can book shows and promote you know at all levels so woodward park strummers uh tioga sequoia they can bring in acts that you know don't perform anywhere else and i think now that they have the connection with good medicine you know they'll be able to do some deals where you know bands are routing through maybe playing the central coast well now hey we could put you in the central coast and get you to fresno you know can we make that work? Right. So I think that, so that's really good. So I think from the standpoint of seeing more touring bands coming through, I think, and this is just me speculating, we're going to see more of that. Um, cool. And I think good, like bands that, you know, we haven't, we haven't seen, it's not going to be the same bands that you would normally expect to see at the tower theater. I think we're going to see bands that like haven't come through before different kind of things. So that's a, what I expect. It's not going to be uh, I don't know, <laughs> some uh, you know, uh, foreigner tribute band for the 10th time coming through. So, <laughs> right. So 
that's so so that's sort of the other no i i don't i i think we're gonna get uh we're gonna get different stuff than that the flip side or the other side of it and i think the side that you know if you talk to some people in the community they're they're worried about is um you know the community aspect of it and and whether or not the theater will remain sort of um a place where uh, you know community events can be held and so i think um it'll be interesting to see if you know fresno filmworks could maybe uh make a return to the theater it'll be interesting to see if there are other community groups that will end up doing things at the theater because i think in the the wording of the um you know when they bought the theater the city you know made it clear that it would remain open for the public and and from everything i've seen the plan that the the new management set forth kind of keeps all of that in mind so that's you know would be my next question it's like okay so what what do you what are we going to start seeing some of these community events real pride um different things uh rogue festival are those going to start returning to the theater as well so so that it's not just because having a theater that's a workable theater for touring shows and stuff cool that's awesome we do need that it would but it would be sad if we got that but we lost a venue for for locals to be able yeah. to play at so. and i guess you can um but i don't think that's the case from what i you yeah. know my general feeling on it uh, or sense of it is that um you know it's it, it, it's going to be it's going to be accessible and and there will I, I be feel a, like a, a way for like maybe not when you think of it as like non-school productions as this entity you i i definitely would get that like these guys are these guys aren't necessarily worried about local stuff but i think feel like with nick kennedy in there i think that helps a lot to be where i i feel I don't really know Nick personally, but I just just over the years seeing him promoting shows and this and that, mm-hmm. I feel like he would be excess. He'd be open to getting, yeah, you know. Just I mean, everything right, and and having talked with him and and uh, in you know, I haven't I haven't spent a whole lot of time with him, but we've definitely talked before, and just uh, like understanding sort of his his whole thing. Uh, I do think, yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, and and there there has to be a reason that Numskull brought him in, right? Like, I mean, um, they could have just done it on their own and just did, uh, you know, just promoted someone within the Numbs, you know, because Numskull has, a, 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 you know, people, you know, um, that he could have brought someone in and been like, hey, here you go. So, like, the fact that they sort of made this sort of partnership you know that had to have been done for a reason and so yeah i think i think it's good um and again you know who knows but i do think nick from what i've seen is is willing to to take those conversations with the community and and you know whatever and and obviously the city uh you know it was a unanimous decision from the evaluation committee so obviously those people um you know thought enough of the plan that that they thought it was going to work. 
All right. More happening so, in the tower. I believe so. I'm, you know, fingers crossed. We'll see. So that all that's June. And so, you know, it might take a little bit. I mean, uh, I can't imagine there, there's probably going to be an interim time, right? Because, uh, you know, I don't know if, you know, the way that booking happens, you, you know, is can numbskull book, like say like, uh, now that we know we have, you know, we can, can we start booking bands now for June, July, August? Um, or, yeah. you know, even into September or next year or whatever. So I don't know how all that works, but I'm sure it'll get figured out. Um, yeah. What's um, up? <clears throat> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish it up. Oh, so I had uh, some more interesting uh, venue news oh. in the tower. Um, and it's just a, it was a quick thing. Uh, that the business journal figured out because the business journal, I don't know if people look at it, but it's cool. Uh, they do a really good job. They see all the business listings all the time and they're always checking through like the commercial leasing and I don't know, whatever they, they, they're, they're always looking for the business, whatever. So, uh, they often stumble on things, um, before anyone else really knows about it. For instance, that the Avalon and Babylon, oh. old Avalon building, will be reopening at some point as a venue. Nice. So it will be reopening. I don't, from what I have heard, there's not going to be, it's not going to be a pool hall. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even think it's going to be like a, like a bar. So it won't be open unless they're doing events. Okay. Um, but Just it's going to be a, a, a venue. And so, I'm trying right now to get in touch with um, the person who is putting that all together. And I think it's the same person who has been doing some work at the Azteca Theater downtown. And then also there's another – oh, I think maybe the um, the old uh, Black Angus building <laughs> yeah uh also working to make that into some sort of event space oh, maybe i think right. there was a, there's been a sign out there huh. um whatever so there are uh yeah so all that's kind of coming together um i haven't heard all that much about it i've heard some things and talked to some people but nothing that's like public public yet but it it, it will be happening at some point so that building that's been sitting there that everyone loves so much, you know, because <laughs> every, everyone has a, 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 got Avalon. a square cow fun bar story. Yeah. My, uh, Avalon Babylon story or Avalon Babylon. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we were playing a show there. I can't even remember what we were, who we were playing with. Um, but the, the band was just like so loud <laughs> that like, Everyone like went outside, even the bartenders. <laughs> there was like no one in there. It was like ridiculous. Like I walk in and there's just like no one inside. Everyone's like, I was, like wait for the set I, to be Even over. the bartenders outside, like everyone just was like, no, too loud. I was like, wow. <laughs> they just one of those bands that gotta crank up their guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it I still can't hear it. Now that I. Maybe I was on stage. Yeah, <laughs> you're like anyway. there was there one left. Well, hopefully they're gonna uh, set it up differently because 
when that Babylon had music, they basically put it in the like a little side cubby, yeah, the stage, yeah. and no, so I it think, wasn't I really think a. They, yeah, I think they're gonna re really rework venue. the whole thing and 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 make it a a it's gonna be a, a venue. So they're gonna have a, a a kind of mobile stage that they can put in a, a couple of different configurations or something, something like that. Um, so yeah, there it is. Right. That's my news. Jeez. A little We're breaking flush, news for you. Flush with venues. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to show, now we just gotta get them. Fresno funny. has venues for you. Is that that's gonna be the name of this podcast? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's boring. Nobody's gonna click on oh, that. You don't think so? Gotta okay. make some clickable. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what else? Is there any? I mean, we've been well, through uh, uh, quite a bit. What already, uh, what's what's coming up in May? There's a the te- te- tequila fest. This tequila this month? fest, yeah, with uh, Little John, Ti, and Rick Ross. That's happening at the. Uh, Chichancy Park, mm-hmm. and I think it's the same day as the uh, Stone Shiver Jamboree down in Kingsburg. Okay, and uh, you know about the Jamboree, you know, uh, Stone Shiver Jamboree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, they've been doing it for I don't know if this is the second or third year they've done it, uh, but they have it in Kingsburg. It's at the historic park, historical park out there. Um, really cool, but. This year, stepped it up. Uh, so Stone Shiver uh, is is headlining. Obviously, it's their jamboree. Uh, Forty Watt Hype is playing. Wow. And then uh, Ted Nunez. I think he's playing with Rich Field. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, and then the Stereo Hopeful. So uh, yeah. and it's like a it's one of those starts early, doesn't go all that late. Yeah. Uh, food trucks, beer festival kind of thing. Yeah. Um, cheap yeah. ticket. Young kids get in free, hang out, backyard barbecue then, picnic uh, style in the park. Then you go down, go over to Selma and go where the Kellen the Kellmans. What's that okay. what's that area yeah. around the Kellmans, that little old oh, town? Pioneer Village. Pioneer yeah, Village. Pioneer Village. So I wanna say the first time that Stone Shiver did I don't know if they were calling it the Jamboree at that point, but they did their their thing. They did it at the at the Pioneer Village there. Yeah, yeah. that's up. And then they right. since have moved it, and and now it's called the Jamboree. But, um, yeah. So that's all happening in May. Um, and then in June, there's actually a a, a Trevor Church from Haunt is bringing in a bunch of metal bands and doing a two day uh, metal festival at Strummers. So we'll, we should talk about Ooh. that next next time. So yeah, that sounds good. Gonna be, yeah, he's bringing in like uh, a bunch of like uh, a bunch of bands. Uh, some of them I think are international, um, and they're coming over. And I don't know if this is you know the, they're they're on tour and stuff. But yeah. so it should be really cool. It's two days. That's it happened in, in June. In June, okay. We'll, yeah, uh, that's drummers we'll for that. So, yeah. So yeah. just looking out for the summer coming. It's gonna be nice though for a little bit here. We had a little you heat think wave. So? We had a little heat wave, but now it's going to be nice, nice and pleasant for a little bit. Let we'll me tell have you. To get our, tell you what, this is going to be our spring. Enjoy it. You got like probably one week of it, so just take week, it all yeah. in. By the by, the time you're listening to this, <laughs> depending on when you're listening yeah. to this, our spring may be over. I um, so it was hot uh on Porch Fest Day, mm-hmm. uh, 
A little bit. But it wasn't like... No, it wasn't. Ridiculous. Nothing Fresnans couldn't like, handle. People were like, oh, it's so... And to, to me, I'm like, if it's not 100, 103, we're fine. Yeah. It's, we're it was fine. below 100. There was like, yeah. uh, at times, it was like a cloud. There was sheen, a, a couple clouds. It was freezing. So it was yeah. fine. It was a little bit warm, but it was not... Yeah. Nothing anybody from here shouldn't be able to deal with. Right. I mean, I think the problem is, and and I do understand this, is it just came so quickly. It's like last week we had wonderful, beautiful weather, and then suddenly it's hot. And it's like, come on. Work us up. It always does this one first. like a lobster. It's this this first heat wave of like, we're going to give you a little taste. Like, this is what it's going to be like. You're like, oh, crap. And then it goes away. You're like, oh, all right. Yeah, then it comes away, and you're like, oh, whew, we got through it. And then suddenly, boom. Blammo. Now, my body clock's ready. I'm ready. I've been, oh, I was okay. enjoying these hot 90s weather because I like I like going outside and not having to, to worry about, like, should I put on the jacket? Should I not have a jacket? Should that is kind of nice. I don't, I've been, I don't I want felt weird. I felt weird leaving my house without a jacket. I was like, oh, something's weird. Something's wrong. <laughs> like, what, what happens if I'm out there during the day and it gets a little cold? I'm going to have to suffer. I hate being cold. All right. That's okay. enough, Josh. Is that it? Yeah, let's Is that let, it? Let's for, let everyone go about their pretty good. We went day. through some things. We got mm-hmm. sidetracked as we do. Um, okay. Well, then let's just plug, plug it, it up. up. Plug it up. Plug it up. You want to go? Uh, you want to go? I'm sure. Go? Just, uh, I would just, the main focus for you, a Fresno enthusiast, or maybe you're a local media enthusiast and you live in um, um, St. Louis or something. And you're just like, I just like to listen to local media culture talk. And that's then, that's for you as well. But, um, Fresno, Fresno.substack.com. The, my newsletter of Fresno thoughts and feelings that you can check out. And, Fresno, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. And yeah, I, the, I'm not doing much on the Fresno right now. It's pretty much just that and my beer, okay. beer related media, including the mm-hmm. perfect pour every perfect Friday, pour podcast. new podcasts. Uh, Lots of local referencing in there. If you're mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm not that into beer to listen to podcasts. Well, there's there's some Fresno, lots of Fresno references right. in there. And then I have uh, drinkingandthinking.substack.com. That is my beer geeky drinking newsletter. And, and do I subscribe to that? So, do you know? Um, do I do I subscribe to that? Uh, Seems I feel like, like maybe I've seen... I do, but also I feel like maybe I haven't seen it in a yeah, while. Yeah, so. I, I I think I've seen your name in there, but I don't I don't think I've noticed you read it. Because yeah, because uh, <laughs> well, just that a is... little secret for you people who don't know us as Substack uh, writers, you can see who opens it and who does it of the subscribers. And don't think I'm not vain enough to go through and look at the people like, oh, they opened it. Oh, they opened it. Oh, they didn't know, but they're not opening it. So don't think I don't do that. So start opening up your Substack things you subscribe to. But yeah, sometimes they get trapped in a promotions folder or a spam folder. 
seed. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be vigilant and, and look for your newsletters that you subscribe to. Because I will say, I still don't um, know. Why. It pisses me off that nobody talks about this. I'm gonna okay. do a side, a non fresno related rant. The okay. the Gmail or whatever email provider they're so shitty about recognizing newsletters. And they just oh, throw them into a promotions t- a oh, folder, yeah, yeah, yeah. throw them into so a spans I, folder. Um, I'm like, yeah, how has yeah, yeah. Gmail not figured out that like, if I subscribe Substack to a newsletter, legit, I yeah. shouldn't have to yeah. deal with like, oh, is it a promotions folder? It should just come into my regular inbox. Just like it's show really it to me and then I'll deal with it, Gmail. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Their filters are too because, high. So Gmail so can recognize like Substack as a... Uh, something that I they need a positive to, like, a thing. Yeah, they should like, have it programmed in. Like yeah. anything should, that's got know, a Substack is that person wants to read it. Put it in their main inbox. Yeah. Substack is not spam. Why are they so good, freaking stupid with this? All right, I don't know. never I don't mind. Ran over. A good. That's a good rant. That's a good rant. <laughs> that's a good rant. Yeah, I'm talking to the right <laughs> audience right now. Because <laughs> I often think I often think the same thing. Yeah. And sometimes I'm okay with it though, because I'm like, uh, it, well, so mostly I I subscribe to my own, so I could see like whatever. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's like I, I know what it, you know, so it's not a not a big deal. But um, very cool. Anything else? That's enough. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, so I will plug the uh my day job at the fresno b and fresno b.com uh go there local news it's it's great a lot of the stuff that we talk about here not all of it but a lot of it comes from stuff that has been first reported in the fresno b so uh 100 years 100 years coming up fresno b has been around Long man time. Um, and then I will also plug the weekly spot I do on Great Day with uh, Kim and Kopi and or Jim or Justin or whoever happens to be there on that day. Uh, so I do that on Fridays as part of their yeah, festive Fridays. They have bands come eight, play. Eight forty-five ish. There you go. Yeah, and uh, brought to you by. Dave and Buster's brought to you by Dave and Buster's Dave and Buster's. Uh, let so, us, if Dave and Buster's wants us to uh, uh, give money that, to a yeah. monthly podcast, a monthly podcast, we'll, we'll they certainly it. could. I would talk all about uh, Dave and Buster. <laughs> I love I the mind. games and or food that I enjoy I, there. I don't mind. I don't mind the Dave and Buster's. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, that that is on uh, Fridays. And that's just a uh, here's some stuff to do for the weekend. So if you're you're wondering what you might want to get out and do for the weekend. There it is. Uh, I also do as you, I have a sub stack that I write. Um, it is a local music newsletter. It is called band geek. So you can find that at Substack.com backslash band geek, uh, or band. Yeah, no, I, I think it's band geek dot substack.com for ease in the go, geek. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's four E's. If you go to Substack and you just search, you know, my name Fresno, it, it should pop up. Um, and there's a lot of good stuff there. So I've been doing a monthly calendar, event calendar, as uh, as comprehensive as I can, given the constraints of time and things. But uh, so I'm I do that. Uh, a lot of new music stuff. Um, a lot of weird, just I don't know, newsy bits. Um, and then whatever else. So go there, uh, interview sometimes, that kind of thing. 
Uh, I also do the Homegrown Show on New Rock 104.1. So that is a weekly music show, all local music. It is on Sundays at 8 p.m. You can hear it uh, online or, you know, in your in your car or on the radio or whatever. But if you live out of the uh, out of the uh, coverage area, you got to go online. It does not exist other than on the day that it airs. So it's not a podcast or yeah. anything. It's just you got to listen, man. We're trying like to get old people school radio into that. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, Sunday um, nights, we get it programming in your head. Sunday night, eight o'clock. I got to. Turn on the radio. Make sure radio's on. Yeah. And then Mike good, Oz, you're a yeah. good lead-in for uh, Mike Oz. Mike Oz his show after uh, Well, so it, it, it flips now. So oh, wait. Mike I'm is sorry. actually leading into our show. He's on at 7, uh, the oh. Osmosis show. And then we're on after that and then the rest of the, the Sunday night lineup. So it's, it's going well. It's going oh, well I, it's I didn't catch good. that. Um, so now, now Mike Oz yeah. is on at 7. You're on Mike at 8. Mike uh, Osmosis is on at 7. We're on at 8. And then uh, there's some other uh, lineup uh, stuff after that. Sunday. And then uh, I need, to, by the way, I need to, I, I tried to start doing it, uh, build a post and it started getting too difficult. And I uh-huh. <laughs> left yeah, it in the well, draft folder, happens. but like having a, a program schedule for radio that I can listen mm. to the same way I can look up TV shows and see oh, like, well, okay. what's on. Like if I, I, like I have direct TV, yeah. I can look at the like, oh, what's going to be on an eight, blah, blah, blah. I wish you I could want like a TV guide. Yeah. A, a radio guide, like a radio guy. Somebody have a website that I can look up because because there is like, I mean, I obviously am a big podcaster and listener. I have uh, like you saw yesterday, I have a shit ton of podcasts I listen oh, to, dude, but um, I also enjoy the radio and listening to something live happening on the radio. And it's so difficult to to like figure out my day of like, oh, what time do I listen to this? And what time like there's just nowhere no, I can a, go. That's really uh, it's so interesting because I think the way people do it. Uh, so you're usually in your car at very specific times. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like I know uh, when I'm driving around on Tuesday evening when I'm on my way home. I know that the moth radio hour is going to be on or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I know that there are certain things that I'm going to be listening to. Um, but it's always just that it's always like, Oh, I just happen to be in the car at the time that this thing is. Yeah. So you're right. It would be nice to be like, and, and, and you never know. I never tune away from things. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's on any other channel. Like, yeah. And I, sometimes I just don't want, even if they're it, like NPR podcasts, everything. So like, I don't sure, get yeah, 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 excited about something on NPR live because I know I can find it somewhere, but mm-hmm. like, and there are actually a lot of, uh, rock shows related shows on new rock and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. uh, that are like syndicated shows that, they play that yeah. I would enjoy listening to, but I just like yeah. never remember what time they're on or or whatever. I think KFCF has a bunch of shows. KFCF uh, has a lot. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like and, I would it, just it would be nice to not have to go to each individual stations and go down the whole process. And yeah, and sometimes I've actually done that where I've gone on websites and like maybe I can figure. And some of them have stuff, and some of them don't have, or their listings are very outdated and they're not current and stuff. So it's not. Yeah, 
It's it's a difficult thing. I understand, but um, just I, yeah. I I enjoy listening to radio at home sometimes. So I don't. It's I not mean, always in the car. I mean that that is like I listen maybe, to I'm your sure show. There's, an there's something that yeah. I have, I, I put on a little portable radio. I have that I listen to your mm-hmm. show with. So and and the well, there you go. You're doing better than me. I'm just an old man. I guess yeah. <laughs> I'm just an old man now. But sorry, Josh. Uh, okay. What else? What else? I, I don't know. Oh, I have some bands that I'm in. Uh, it'll go back and the Downwinders and others. I don't know. You can find if you follow me on social media, you know about all this stuff anyway. So, Joshua Tihi uh, on social media. On social media. Uh, the Fresnan on yeah. uh, Twitter and social media for you. And uh, flowing with Pod on Twitter. Does <laughs> anyone use know. Twitter anymore? Nah, I'm not. I'm. I still sort of do. But. I'm not gotten into the flowing of famous Twitter uh, account in quite some time, so don't okay. trust it. Okay. It's still there, but don't trust. No it. No one cares. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. I think that's going to be it then. Uh, Let me count us out and then we'll do the little song. So if you're not into that, you can, you can leave now. now. You'll be fine. Five, four, three, two, one. (laughs) 